Welcome to College Sense Accessibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. My name is Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to talk a little bit about Steve's interview on this episode. Absolutely. So what stood out to you as you were conducting the interview? Well, one of the things that really stood out to me is as an educator, he has a different outlook, which is great, right? And I think that's something that I really enjoyed about that interview because I felt like we could understand each other very easily. But one of the things I would say that stuck out to me was the fact that he went first to Syracuse and then he came back. So that I feel like could be a real transition for a lot of students. And I feel like it could resonate with a a lot of our listeners out there because I'm sure this happens a lot. Oof, yeah. And actually you saying that reminded me of that part of the interview kind of actually makes me think this might be my favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) Only because it was so relatable and so... There's so many reasons why it's relatable. One, because I think there are a lot of students who have exactly Steve's experience where they straight from high school go to a four-year university and they don't want to admit that they don't feel ready. In a way, by him admitting that he was going to, and realizing that he was going to miss home, he was going to be by himself, he's going to be across the country from his family. I think he saved himself in a way, right? He saved himself a lot of heartache. And what I found relatable was that he... And I and you were all around the same age, same sort of generation, right? And when we were in college, people weren't talking about that type of stuff as much, about mental health or emotional readiness. And information wasn't as readily available, but he was still able to make that decision and felt empowered to make that decision and and return to California, you know, went to community college and then ended up going to an amazing university, you know, which arguably you might say might might have been a better university. So I think one of the things that really stood out is the bravery in being able to make that decision. A lot of people would be too embarrassed to go back home and say, nah, that wasn't for me. But he knew right away and he took the action and did it and absolutely made the right choice, in my opinion. You know, and that's what I always think about is like, what makes sense for you? He knew it wasn't going to work out for him and he made that tough call early. So you're right. I feel like making that tough call early paid dividends because he was able to still get into the community college, register for his courses. He talked to the athletic advisor and got into his classes, right? And joined the team too. Yeah, absolutely. And I really appreciate how much he talked about um, how other people were able to see value in him that he hadn't seen in himself yet. That really, I think, highlights the importance of finding the right community for you. For him, it happened to be in the athletics and having such an amazing supportive athletic coach. But that can come in all forms of community, right? So for him, it was his coach, but it could be a counselor. It could be an instructor. It could be a club advisor. Building that community, I think he really sort of, his story gives us such light into why that's so important. Definitely agree with all the points that you're talking about. And something else that really stood out to me, the fact that sometimes not saying the answer just because you may be embarrassed to be wrong. And I think that that's something that I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Would you say you experienced the same? Absolutely. I mean, it's basically another, it's sort of a manifestation of imposter syndrome. And if you haven't listened to that episode and how the, the two of us share our experiences with it, 
please do, um, especially after listening to Steve's interview, because it's something that he even talked about, you know, how that carried over into the workplace years later and how being able to, the growth he had had going from community college to university and now in the workplace and being able to speak up in the workplace, uh, how that the community college was sort of the beginning of that. That stood out to me too, because that's something that I've struggled with, probably at times still struggle with. You know, I think a lot of students, especially first gen, if you had to guess a percentage, what percentage of first gen students struggle with that, being afraid of being wrong? when they when they're speaking in the classroom gosh i would just say a majority mm-hmm. i would say majority because the majority of the students that i work with are first gen mm-hmm. and i hear this a lot mm-hmm. it's not from one student mm-hmm. it's just and i'm talking about students who are doing very well like stellar right yeah exactly mm-hmm. so i don't want you to think out there mm-hmm. listeners like I'm not doing that great. And that's why maybe I struggle. Like, no, this might be a constant struggle that you're battling with and getting yourself to building those skills to be more confident. And I think another point that he said, like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day sometimes, like, as long as you're speaking about what, you know, what people are talking about that's appropriate and the point that they're making, at the end of the day, even if you might miss that point, he said something that was really cool that the world still deserves to hear your voice. Oh, that's a really just nice way to put it that I found myself agreeing with. Absolutely. Such, so relatable. So what would you say was your number one takeaway for students for, from Steve's interview? Well, I'm going to have to say seeing a counselor and seek resources. A <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, counselor is there to support you, to push you in a good way to, so you could reach those next steps. Sometimes I tell my students like... We don't know what you don't tell us. So if you come in there and just say, look, I'm first gen. I I want to do this. I just don't know how. We could help you. We could help you with that. Get you those resources. Connect you with somebody. Doing what's called a warm handoff where we might walk you over to that office. And those pieces to me can really accelerate your growth. And once you get into something that you really like or enjoy and a resource that you get connected with, we see our students just bloom. How about you, Yutende? What would be your one thing? Oh, gosh. I would say my one thing is being brave about the choices you make and decisions you make. Understanding what is right for you and being okay with whatever that might be, even if it's not what everyone else is doing. And I say that because of the story that Steve tells about his experience going to Syracuse. So for me, that's the important thing for students is that trust your instinct, trust your gut. More than likely, you're probably right. (laughs) So yeah, that was definitely my takeaway. Definitely agree with those points. It's in day. All right, listeners, we hope this is helpful. Again, we recommend to go back and check out Uh, Steve's interview again to see what other pieces we may have missed. All right, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us so much. Additionally, everything on this podcast is for informational purposes only. And Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's C-C-A-N-D-S-E-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-I-B-I-N-S-
L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.